everybody, and welcome to Kira's Kingdom, the podcast where we talk about Death Note media. I am your host, Riley, joined, of course, by Mo Diggity. Hi, what's up, everybody? Hey, Mo? Yes? Not, not to bury the lead here? I think I'm into this now. <laughs> like... Okay, alright, <laughs> I'm gonna be a little honest, too, since we're talking about honesty. Uh, this episode wasn't too bad. It, it was a little bit better than the first one, and it wasn't nearly as long, and it didn't drag out. And you, I, I guess, like the first one, it, like it just takes. It, it's kind of like the original Star Trek series. You gotta get past the first couple well, episodes. The, fr- the first and one felt longer because the first one was longer. They did a special length the first episode. Oh well. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Let me. Let me. Let me explain. Uh, that real quick, I guess. Uh, well, it was like not figuratively, but Why did quite that literally longer. longer. Episode feel longer? Um, <laughs> no, I meant like it, it felt like longer, like it was almost like an hour and a half, two hours. And I'm like, fuck, I'm sitting here and I just want to play like literally any other video game or like watch any other show because it was like cl- quite a slog. But but this one not bad not bad like I, I'm I'm kind of into it. It's got some interesting things uh, I know that we're going to talk about in great detail. Yes, uh, and I so, did. Yeah. Uh, if you'll remember last episode, I took super extensive notes and I said I was going to try to continue doing that, but was not making any promises. And I'm two for two. I did take extensive notes for this episode. So two two out of eleven, doing good so far. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Uh, so. I guess we'll just get into it then. Let's talk about Death Note Episode 2, the 2015 J-Drama. I forgot I was uh, translating the titles because it was silly, so give me a minute and I'll translate the title because I'm curious. Um, Death Note J-Drama. Just got to get to Wikipedia real quick. Hold on, guys. Yeah, nothing like, you know, some like... uh work in the middle of the podcast you're supposed to be doing hey 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 hey, hey, hey. <laughs> all right all right well, while we're waiting for him to translate stuff out like i i was telling them earlier in our little uh powwow here i've been watching the shit out of the uh, ai u.s presidents playing like video games and other stuff like uh there was that vtuber that uh uh quit because of all the crazy ass online harassment uh thanks to her one expressing interest and playing the Harry Potter wizard game, the most evil and cruel game of all time. Um, yeah, there was an AI president's uh, uh, video, and it's fucking amazing because like, it's just I, I don't even want to, I don't even want to fucking say it. Just go look it up on YouTube. It's fucking great. So Obama, Trump, and Biden uh, watching the uh, uh, her retirement video. For the life of me, I don't even have her i didn't expect to talk about this so i did i had nothing i i forgot what the hell her name is but yeah she uh she just quit and everyone's like freaking the fuck out uh, wait who quit it. oh this uh vtuber uh she's like a japanese vtuber but she does uh, a bunch of english one uh english streams as well so she's got uh love from both the, the west and the east right and uh, I didn't even know about her until, like, this stuff. Like, uh, I guess uh, I'm not as in, in deep into, v- like, VTuber stuff that I thought I was. But, yeah, people are fucking livid 
uh, uh, about it. And yeah, we'll, we'll talk about what, this. She doesn't want to be a VTuber anymore. <laughs> no, because she got fucking harassed like crazy, like Silvervale. Oh yeah. Got yeah, fucking yeah. harassed like crazy. Got death threats. Uh, fucking shit sent to her house and all that. Uh, like these people are fucking scum, man. Was she the one uh, who banned the word transgender from her chat? No, that though? was that was a <laughs> lie. No, that was a fucking lie. There was fucking people that put uh, uh they put a ban word and then screen cap that and fucking put trans in the fucking uh uh the chat thing. Like they 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 really gay opt her like pretty fucking hard because there's a bunch of people who just fucking hate VTubers and VTubing in general. It's it's the thing to hate. And it's just like it really just showcases why social media was once again a mistake. I think the most like I've not I haven't really tracked I don't keep track of VTubers and I also don't keep track of VTuber hate. Um, the only the only significant VTuber drama I say significant it's not significant at all it's niche internet maybe like two thousand people uh, listen to this podcast in question. Um, but I was actively listening to the Procrastinators podcast about like a year and a half ago, uh, when Ben went on a war against VTubers, uh, and some of his concerns were a little bit genuine, but it mostly just seemed like internet drama bullshit. Like he was, his main <laughs> argument was that I guess this particular VTuber was creating a sort of, a sort of haven for parasocial relationships. That's that's um, like literally what what everyone engages in though. Like this uh, spooky word, parasocial. Like it, it's just a fucking thing that happens, and you you just can't stop it. Like anyone with like more than three subscribers that aren't friends, you know, who are just like randos on the internet. Boom, that's fucking a parasocial relationship. And there's just there's just nothing you can do about it. So it's just weird that people more like pearl clutch. And concern troll over stuff like that. I think it's very disingenuous when they do that. I mean, parasociality can be a bad thing. Um, Everything just depends a bad on the thing. degree. Well, yeah, that's also true. <laughs> the fair like, enough. You, me waking <laughs> up is a bad thing. Like me going, ah, oh, fuck, and all I did was wake up. Like that's and that's a great start to your day, by the way. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's also, you know, I'm more concerned about like homelessness and, and being involved in wars that I don't want to be involved in, things like that. I, I don't, I don't give a shit if like some titty streamer just goes, you know, let me write your name on the thing, and like she has a thong on and it's on Twitch. Like I don't care. Like be parasocial if you want. It's, it's really your problem at the end of the day, and I don't think it should be society's problem. Like this is a thing we need to just step back and fuck off from. You got so, me talking about like the last hour shit in front of the fucking death of stuff. I'm sorry. Real, real, real quick. <laughs> Let's get back to Kira's Kingdom relevance. But before we get into the episode, Kira's Kingdom. Um, this is something I just thought of, and I would like to say it publicly, just to hold myself to at least considering actually doing it. Okay. I think I want to make like a promo video for this podcast uh, because not a lot of people listen to it, and it's prime. We got like. I think about eight viewers per episode at least, which was fine. Uh, but then we weren't doing it for a year, and we were done with the Death Note anime. Um, and now we're back. Uh, hey, Mo Diggity, you want to guess how many plays we have in our new feed that I put up last week? Oh, man, like at least 15,000. At uh, least 15,000. Uh, you're off by about 15,000. <laughs> really? <laughs> the, the, the answer is zero. 
God damn, dude. <laughs> Fuck you people, all right? Kiss my ass, all right? 9-11 was an inside job. Fucking uh, free Alex Jones. Uh, the war in Ukraine's a mistake. I, I could just say whatever the fuck I want because none of you fucking bastards are even fucking like listening to this. Well, Fuck each and every last one of you. And by one of you, I mean the zero of you listening to this shit. You fuck suck. every last none of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every last none of you. Fuck you. Every last none of you. Uh, but I want to make a promo video, I think. Um, so I'm going to try, maybe I'm going to re-listen to the show, grab some, uh, grab some hit clips, uh, and have Jason edit something together. Um, and also, I'm definitely going to feature, um, uh, like, you know how, like, when there's, like, a trailer for something, you'll have, like, quotes from, like, Rotten Tomatoes, or just, like, quotes about the movie from, like, reviewers? <laughs> you know how that happens? Yeah, Mo? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so... At the end of the issue crew last week, which you were not on, um, I advertised Kira's Kingdom. And when I said we were bringing Kira's Kingdom back, uh, Jason asked, why? What's the point? <laughs> so I'm going to, I definitely need there to be like a movie trailer quote. And it's just, why? What's the point? Jelly you're, 2023. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, uh, uh, your voice can like sort of echo in. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. We're bringing Kira's kingdom back, 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 back. Dun, 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 dun. Jello, what's the point? The point, the point. Dun, 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 dun. And then we just go from there. Yep, there you go. <laughs> the war in the Ukraine is a mistake. No. Snake, snake, snake. Stop <laughs> saying that. <laughs> no, you can put that. can be my part. Like, that's what you can do with it. You, you just like, throw me in. Like, I'll fine with it. You know, like, just fucking have it in there. But just because it's funny. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I'm gonna try to use this video to like advertise a podcast to a general population. I don't know if I want to front load it with Mo Diggity yelling the Ukraine war is a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. America deserves 9-11. I'm fucking saying it. No, all right, Mo Diggity. He's dying. <laughs> They're killing him for spreading the truth. No, 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 that was that was a Hassan Piker fucking quote, not mine. Oh, is I, that what I, Hassan said? He said that America yeah. deserved 9-11? Yeah, he fucking, yeah, look up Hassan Piker, America deserved 9-11, and you'll find out why he's such a giant piece of shit. Yeah, I've, I've never seen anything about Hassan Piker, and I really... Dude, you're lucky. You're lucky. <laughs> I really have no interest, so uh, I'm glad. Well, like, <laughs> well, like it, it, imagine you... Imagine, if you will, like the most uh, undesirable, mean-spirited piece of fucking shit that you would like actively try to avoid at work or at a party, right? Now, take that guy and give him like, you know, hundreds of thousands of subs and like a giant platform to spew his hateful rhetoric on. That's Hassan Piker. That's fair. I mean... I'm all for people having platforms to spread their hateful rhetoric. I've made that I'm not very saying clear. he platformed. I'm just calling him a piece of shit. I don't That's want fair. him to be platformed or, or anything like that. That's fucking super lame, super weak. Don't do that shit. But no, he's just a he's just a piece of shit. I, I do feel I can say that though. That that's that's more than fair. Yeah. Um, but should we go ahead and get into the Death Note J drama? No, I want to rant about politics and stuff. We can do that after. We do that after. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> we we do the mainstream content where we make fun of Death Note first, and then we do the alienating politics talk so they can take oh, yes, off yes, if they yes, don't yes, want to yes. hear it. 
Oh, that's like the best <laughs> shit. Like uh, every every time we're done with it, like we usually have like a good 45, 50 minute fucking bull sesh where we just like fucking rant about bullshit that's bothering us. Or I feel like, like there was like social. I feel like there was like a Kira's Kingdom episode that was two hours and only like forty minutes of it was Death Note. <laughs> oh, it, that's probably like the first one where uh, Demi and I sort of like really establish like what the show is truly about. It's fucking amazing. It's like my favorite episode. We did talk about like school shootings and Sam Hyde in the first episode of Kira's Kingdom. Everybody hit the floor! School shooter! Is it a mental health? School shooter! Is it a mental health issue? School shooter! Let's just hope the bullets (laughs) miss you. Hell yeah. Fuck everybody, yeah. everybody, go watch Monkey Jones stops a school shooting on dude, whatever it, shitty re-upload channel there is that it's on. Dude, it, it definitely is like one of my like top ten favorite fucking YouTube videos of all time. It's, it's very great. good. Like it ranks up there with the PewDiePie bridge video and, and fucking oh, all. Oh, what a great video! Oh, that's the fucking <laughs> dude. It's the fucking best shit. I fucking love it, dude. Like sometimes I'll wake up and I'll like. All right, PewDiePie, put me in good mood. And like, you know, the fucking you, bridge You'll video. go watch him see the, say the N-word on a bridge and you're like... Because he laughs yes, about it. I now think that's I can what start he... my day. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like, ah, uh, yes, thank you, Pewds. But all right, folks. We start off right back at the Misa concert from the end of the last episode. Um, she performs a little bit, uh, but then we cut outside. Um, Light and his friend, whose name I've already forgotten, and I'm not even convinced it's the same actor from the first episode. Um, I, I, I'm too lazy to go get his name. I don't care. About I don't him. give a shit. So, no, so, no one fucking cares. No one's listening to this so fucking <laughs> We'll get listeners, though. The feed's only been up for a week. <laughs> I want a million views already! Right now! <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, so Light and his friend talk about Misa. Um, and the friend wonders who Misa may have been talking about uh, when she said that somebody protected her heart. Uh, Light said he doesn't know, uh, but obviously he does know that it was him, as Ryuk points out. Um, and Ryuk and Light are talking, um, and Light refers to Kira as a separate being, which is kind of weird in the self-monologue that he parses it in that way. He's like, I didn't do what Kira did. Kate <laughs> Justice. Um, uh, Ryuk calls Misa a, a, a quote, titty girl. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that came out of the blue. Didn't really, uh, uh know that was going to happen. She doesn't even, her tits aren't even that big. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's not a titty girl. She's yeah, a, I, she's I think a, she's, 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 she's in the itty bitty titty committee, even. It's still pretty hot, though. I mean, she's no, nice she's, she's, she's pretty hot. She's pretty hot. Um, but. Does Ryuk look worse than he did in episode one? No, I think he looks like a little bit better. In fact, like uh, I, I, I see the movement is a little bit more fluid. Like they took had some more time to work on the model a little bit. The and, movement uh, is fluid, but I feel like the model is lower quality. Like I feel like if if last episode it was a PS4 3D model, this episode it is a PS3 3D model. Hey, don't knock on the PS3. PS3 is one of the best consoles. Oh, the PS3 of all is time. great. I'm just of saying all that time. Of, of all time, it might be my even my favorite. I think I, I think I said it was, but that's not true. My favorite's probably like the Game Boy Advance, but it's up there. Well, like it's it's hard to compare con- to cross compare consoles to one another sometimes because like you know 
like I, I would say like what's your favorite xbox or nintendo iteration console and then we can go from there it's easier that way because well, it's, easy, thinking... it's easier that way but it's 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 better if you have to choose between your children <laughs> well yeah but more like, interesting uh, I, I i guess like I, i'm thinking more of like a, a fucking uh uh a uh, a tournament sort of style thing like ps1 versus ps2 ps3 ps4 and, and all that stuff and then they go all to the final fucking showdown you know uh, stuff spoilers like I don't know. uh the the five playstations uh from worst to best in order from worst to best right now this is fact this is factual um five four one two three all right from worst to best Yes, yeah, so five is the worst. Oh, three yeah. Three is the best. Oh, man, that, that would have to be five, four. Oh, man, this is a fucking tough one. Um, I mean, five, four, one, two, three is just objectively correct. <laughs> uh, three, one, two. Oh. It, it, it's, that's fucking brutal, though, because like those are the ones, those are the three I fucking love. It's like, well, yeah, PS3 fair. is great. I mean, the PS3 is fucking amazing. I still uh, have my PS3. PS3. The disk drive went out, like, just a couple months ago, and I'm so mad. Oh, I still have my PS3. Everything works just fine, but I, it's been I'm going to have to get in there. Up. I'm going to have to, like, get a screwdriver and some fucking tweezers, because apparently there is, like, a cable that could come loose, and that's the most common cause. And you have to, like, it's a tiny little ribbon cable that you have to use tweezers to get in. Um, so I'm gonna have to crack that bad boy open, crack open a cold PS3 with the boys at some point, and see if I could fix it. Uh, I would not look forward to that. But, uh, let's continue. Uh, so, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I got a little distracted. Um, so, uh, Light is still being tra traced by Ray. Um, which every time I wrote Ray in my notes for most of this episode, I put a question mark in parentheses because um, we didn't know his name yet. And uh, stay tuned, folks. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm just going to call him Ray this whole time, though. Uh, so Ray is still tailing light. Uh, there's an incel paparazzi man who gets real up close with Misa um, and she flees and gets in his car, gets in her car um, and he drops and breaks his camera. Uh, unfortunate for incel paparazzi man who is an innocent man. Spoilers, <laughs> as we will find. Maybe not innocent, but innocent of what they we all thought he was gonna do. Yeah, fucking <laughs> creepy. No, this dude's jacking off like outside her fucking door stuff, man. Yeah, this, but that's better than creepy. that's better than killing her. <laughs> no, uh, okay. <laughs> uh. But uh, so uh, uh, like. <laughs> I hate I hate how they say the last name first and the first name last in this uh, show. That that's it well, that's, bothers that's how me. They a do it bit. in the nation of Japan. You're shit right. Yeah. So Come on, anyway. Japan, get it fucking going. Get it together. Uh so Light leaves the concert. He does a classic Light Yagami self monologue. Um, where he questions why he's still even a suspect um, due to his plan uh, to dispel the student theory. Um, and last episode, there was this whole, like, joke where we were talking about how Matsuda is responsible for the police information leak. 
I thought I was really convinced that I misunderstood something and that Light hacked his dad like he did in the in the other show cuz I was like there's no way that Matsuda is just responsible for this. They they confirm it in this episode. <laughs> he is the one. <laughs> they confirm that there's no other things going on. Just Light found out from Matsuda and that's what happened. Matsuda is the man who is leaking police information. It is him. Take him yeah. away, boys. You're going to jail, mister. Take him away, toys. <laughs> Take him away, toys. Uh, but, so... So Light didn't hack his dad this time. No, no, no hacking took place. Uh, meanwhile, uh, back at L's base, um, he's talking to Chief Yagami. Um, he's got the FBI, uh, tailing police families, um, and this is the first time we see Chief Yagami, uh, acknowledge that Light Yagami is on the suspect list. Uh, um, uh, can I just take a quick second and just say, I really dislike this iteration of Light. Like, I, I just don't like him at all. Like, first off, okay, like, he just... I feel the opposite. Well, no, like, uh, he's just too rich, and, and just, like, he's, uh... Rich? He's well, like he's ultra fucking rich, right? Like, oh, you're talking who, like, about L. You said light. Oh, light, <laughs> light. I'm sorry, fuck. My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, uh, L. Uh, I, I don't like this iteration of L. Hold on, at all. get hold that thought for one minute because we will get there. Um, so actually, no, it's the next L scene where that happens, but it it's, it'll be pretty quick. Um, so uh, L says that the chief's family are the primary suspects. Um, which I would assume is due to the kidnapping, among other things. Um, meanwhile, Light is returning home. Uh, he ponders how much of a suspect he really is. Um, and he sees his sister, uh, Sayu, who I still love, by the way. Great character. She has a couple. She's not as iconic in this episode because she's not as focused on, but she still has some good moments. Um, and... Ugh, God. <laughs> Uh, she tells Light that Chief Yagami might not be home all night. Uh, she's kind of pouty about it, probably because she needs another allowance. <laughs> uh, and uh, Light wonders if his father is working with the Kira case. Uh, then we cut back to L's base. Uh, L sees right through Light's schemes uh, and is now more convinced that Kira is a student because of the sudden time change. Um, now... This is where I see where you're coming from on the whole rich boy thing that you said last episode and just now. Because um, L, so L's thing, instead of like all the cookies and cakes and stuff, he has like, he has the squeezy pouch applesauce <laughs> that he, that he t eats. Um, yeah. He spills a little squeezy pouch ap applesauce on his sleeve, just like a little drop. And then he just looks at Watery and Watery brings him a whole new shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the tiniest little fucking thing. It's like, oh no, my thousand dollar shirt is ruined. Oh. It's ruined. I'm like, oh. oh man, you rich boy, get the fuck out! Like everything's so like bright and like like the color whites. Like it's just like so like paint. It's like it's blinding. Like how it like it's just like white color scheme that I, I fucking despise because like you know it's. It, it, it's so weird. Like, you could do so much more with a black color scheme than you can the white color scheme. Because with, like, a white color scheme, it's just, like, you see everything. Like, well, every Elle little wore, like, the same outfit every time we saw him in the anime, so... Well, see, I'm fine with that, though, because it looked like a fucking neat 
uh, fucking uh, 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 dress scheme, you know, like, a, you know, cheap ass Walmart pants and fucking like maybe some slip on shoes and a fucking dirty ass shirt like this one's like he's like he's got like five hundred thousand dollar fucking shopping sprees every time he goes out to go get fucking clothes and stuff and like he wears shoes and stuff he's uh, everything's so clean and proper like dude this is like the exact opposite of what i know l to be so it's like it's yeah, it's the just thing is, it's like, hard he for was, me to get into him he was also richer than god in the anime but like he didn't Care. He didn't flaunt. He didn't flaunt yeah. <laughs> terribly bad. Like he flaunted it in the sense of like he got a giant fucking building, but for like uh, you know it, it was a strategy. Uh, every time, that, every you know? time L spends money, there's a reason. For it, it. it is a reason. There's a reason for it involved with an investigation. Um, and Watchery does not bring him new shirts. He brings him like tea and cookies sometimes. Yeah, but he's not. He's not at his beck and call to replace his wardrobe at any moment. Yeah, it, it, like he just he just looks dirty, but like you can feel like he's intelligent. It's like I don't know, like maybe I mean you can you can tell that this dude's intelligent too. This character is, but it's oh, just yeah, I, I don't all, know. All like will, a, all will be forgiven a little bit later, in my opinion, at least. Stay stay tuned. Uh, but uh, anyway. Uh, so Chief Yagami gets offended, um, cause L starts to talk about how Light may not be who he says he is, ooh, spooky. Um, ooh. and L, L calms him down by saying it was a joke, uh, but Light is obviously still a suspect, because every police family member is a suspect right now. Uh, and Chief Yagami ain't cool with L having the FBI secretly operate on Japanese soil. So he's gonna go snitch. <laughs> yeah, and fucking you should, because never let like another fucking law enforcement uh, agency like start dictating what your country's laws are, which is probably like exactly how he felt. Yeah, that's fair. But at it's, the same, at the same time, too. it's like the morality of the Kira investigation, like the same argument we had about uh, Light getting put in prison, like <laughs> you got some things have to take a back seat when you're trying to catch a super murderer. <laughs> uh in in some instances yeah i guess you got it uh but anyway so chief yagmi leaves to go snitch uh he's so grumpy that he won't even take a snack from watery um which was that snack a knockout snack <laughs> was watery uh, trying no. to stop him <laughs> no i i think it was just a uh one of uh l's uh applesauce fucking thingies but served on a silver platter, which bothers me too. I, I fucking hate that shit. No, like, I knew, just... I know it was an applesauce pouch, but like, why is Watari offering it to Chief Yagami, who was about to leave and go snitch on his boy? Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I guess uh, I maybe they're just. I, that's eccentric. why I'm thinking it, it might have been a knockout applesauce. There might have oh, been some sleepy be. time in that applesauce, but he does not take it uh, and he leaves. Uh, yeah, true, true, true. I didn't, I didn't consider that. Uh, it's probably not even true because they never bring it up again. But it seems like it seems like the timing of Watery being like, "Would you like this?" is like, "I'm gonna make him go to sleep so he doesn't snitch on L." <laughs> uh, meanwhile, at Light's house, uh, he's in his room. Uh, he sees that Ray is still watching him. Um, he can't use death. He can't use the death note to kill Ray, obviously, because he doesn't know his name. Um, and Ryuk is mocking uh, Light because L is on his tail. Um, Light asks Ryuk how much control he has over the circumstances of a death, 
Um, and Ryuk is not sure, because Sinigamis just write names. They don't know about all the fucking weird, specific shit. Um, and I feel like, okay, he's just using the Death Note, and, like, it's dark. Ray is pretty far away. But I feel like this is still kind of reckless. <laughs> that he's just using the Death Note. I guess there's, like, nothing to suspect, but, like... The notebook does say Death Note on it. He has it out on his desk. He opens it. He starts writing. Is it not? Is it not a little bit reckless? <laughs> well, like there's a lot of things wrong with this show. So you know, I guess like after, I guess after you see one silly, stupid little thing, like you can't really, uh, uh, I guess bitch about other silly, little, obvious, stupid things after that. That's that, fair. That's that's. That's my rationale for it, at least. Like, oh, that's that's dumb, but then again, eh, whatever. The show's only like eleven, like ten or eleven episodes long, anyway. Was there? Well, no, I don't think the show is dumb. There's just a couple little weird things. Um, well, there's but anyway. a couple of silly things, but you know that that's uh, I, I guess subjective. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so Light kills a criminal uh, whose name was Shiromi Masaki. Um, and the police, we cut to the police who find them dead in the jail. Um, and he drew an apple on the wall with his own blood. And, uh, Matsuda and Aizawa argue about whether it's a tomato or an apple, uh, which <laughs> Matsuda is actually correct this time. He is the correct one of the argument. Yeah, it's an apple. It looks obviously like an apple. Like, how, who can... Well, who can discern I, it? Who can discern a crude drawing of what is an apple and what is a potato? If it's like a crude drawing and blood on a wall, did I say potato? I definitely yeah, said, you said potato. potato. I, I meant like, tomato. No. <laughs> well, like no, like it's you know you see a fucking tomato. Like if you ask anyone to draw just like a standard bullshit picture of a of a tomato, they wouldn't have like the stalk on it. They'd have like the little thing. But like an I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm thinking the apple just looks like too obvious you know and like only an idiot would be able to That's think that fair. would be something else maybe it does look like a pretty much an apple drawing which makes it weird that matsuda is the correct one in this argument because he's that de he's definitely still played to be the stupid one it's not as brazen but l does call him the stupid one later when describing their traits so he's definitely still meant to be the stupid one but in this case aizawa is the fool aizawa <laughs> Uh, so we cut back to Light's room. Uh, Ryuk reads the Death Note um, where Light wrote. I, I wrote a lot of specific Death Note passages in my notes this time, like what Light wrote. Um, Sh Shiromi Masaki will die at 6 a.m. on July 3rd, 2015. Uh, so this does take place in the year it aired, 2015, after drawing a picture of an apple on the wall. Um, so we find out Light is experimenting uh, and he's formulating a plan to deal with Ray. Uh, he pledges to kill anyone who gets in the way of his crusade or of him killing L. Um, back at L's base, he's watching a movie. <laughs> he's having a nice little movie night. Uh, Watari brings him some tea. Um, and then he sees the news uh, report uh, Shiromi's death, um, which cuts us right into the police station uh, where Matsuda is describing the circumstances. Uh, he also describes the deaths of two other inmates, uh, Yatanaka Ken, who died while struggling and screaming Eiffel Tower, <laughs> <laughs> and Satata Sankichi, who escaped his cell, ran to the bathroom, and then died. <laughs> I was like, so, okay, that's, that's an odd way to kill people. Yeah, you know. 
Uh, so the police initially theorized uh, that the men had a connection with Kira and were trying to send them a message. Um, and then L pops up on the screen and says, nah, bro, you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he says his theory is that Kira caused the circumstances directly somehow. Um, L asked the police not to report specific details about the deaths, uh, but it's too late. They're already in the media. Um, and Matsuda and Aizawa argue. They accuse each other of leaking the information. Matsuda and Aizawa are very contentious in this version. <laughs> <laughs> um, so L says that Kira was testing something with the killings. He's, he knows. He's got Light's number. Uh, Mogi questions what he means by that, um, which L says that he believes that Kira is gearing up to kill all the investigators which freaks out the cops, particularly Matsuda, who starts yelling. L tells him to shut up. <laughs> shut up, Matsuda! <laughs> <laughs> Please don't, Matsuda. <laughs> oh? Matsuda's going to get slapped. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so we cut back to the school, uh, which is a college. Light is already in college. I don't know. I, I failed to put that together last time. Uh, although I suspect, I suspected that he wasn't in high school anymore, but then he went to a school and it looked like a high school, so I was like, I guess he is in high school. But no, there is a sign that says university in the establishing shot, so he is in college. Um, and, uh, Light has not told Ryuk his plan to deal with Ray yet, uh, so Ryuk is pestering him in the middle of class. Um, and Light yells, <laughs> shut up, right in front of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you know, he could just go Sh shut the hell up, dude. He can't just fucking whisper. It. He just fucking shouts it. Like goddamn. What's funny is this is a bit from the musical. This happened, I believe, in front of L in the musical. <laughs> oh man, I, I just don't. I guess I just don't remember that. Ry Ryuk was like talking shit to Light with L in the room, and Light is like, "Shut up!" <laughs> and I was like, "Who are you talking to?" He's like, "Nothing. Nobody. Don't worry about it." <laughs> but uh. So the teacher tells oh him to quiet, the teacher tells him to quiet down, and everyone just moves on. Uh, we cut outside a little bit later, uh, where Ryuk just eats an apple in front of a man. Yeah, uh, yeah the fucking dude <laughs> just fucking looks at it, goes, "Ah, it's mine now." Nom 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 nom. And all the all the man sees is an apple eating itself, <laughs> floating it in the air. It just disappears, and he just fucking passes the fuck out. <laughs> yep, he's he's out. He's gone. <laughs> um. So light wants to learn Ray's name by using criminals somehow. Um, and then his plan is to write in the notebook, he kills L and then dies, or something to that effect. Was there, wasn't there a rule in the original where, like, you couldn't kill other people via a Death Note controlled death? <laughs> I don't know. It, it's the show. Like, there's so many different fucking things. I'm, try I'm trying to remember. Show. I feel like the... the they, I mean, they don't have to adhere to every Death Note rule. They can change things to tell their own story. I'm not particularly against that. I, I don't remember this coming into play too much in the original series, but I believe there was a rule where it's like, you cannot... Whatever you write in the Death Note for the circumstances of the death cannot affect the lives of anyone else. I believe that was a rule. But if it was, it's not anymore. Throw it out. Uh, so, that's, a, that's Light's plan. Uh, he goes over the results of his tests. Uh, he's figured out that he can manipulate a victim's actions, but obviously can't make them do the impossible. Eiffel Tower guy did not make it to the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Rest in peace. He, ne he never completed his final task. <laughs> Truly a tragedy. 
Uh, so we cut to the police station, uh, where Chief Yagami is ratting L out to, I assume, the police director. Um, he tells Chief Yagami not to tell the other cops uh, about it until he speaks to the higher-ups. And then he has a conversation with his assistant, I guess? <laughs> Um, and he says that he can't call L out in front of the ICPO. Um, and then his assistant tells him to separate L from the investigation team or something. What the fuck was this? What was this scene trying to convey? What was the point of this? <laughs> Is that why they formed the, the Kira task force? <laughs> to get to separate L from the rest of the... <laughs> what? I don't get it. <laughs> This part confused me, Mo Diggity. I honestly don't know. Like, I, I keep thinking I have a, a handle on everything, and then all of a sudden they just start doing, uh, they just start doing like weird shit. <laughs> yeah, this scene doesn't really come up again unless it's just a setup for the task force, which it might be, and I'm just reading too much into it. Uh, so uh, Light and Ryuk are walking outside. Uh, Light's heading to work. Uh, Ray is still following him. Uh, Light is still planning for uh, his demise, where Ryuk is just like, just kill him right now! Just kill him immediately, right now! Don't even go to work! Just kill Ray Penber right now! Um, and then Light's like, I gotta go to work to buy you apples, and Ryuk's like, better get to work! Gotta <laughs> 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 get to work! <laughs> gotta go to work! Work is the good place! Gotta go there! Uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, we see Light in at work briefly, then it cuts to him planning in his room, um, and then it cuts to Ray, who reports to L that he hasn't seen anything out of the ordinary with light. Um, and at work, one of Light's co-workers says he's acting different, and Light's just like, no, what do you mean? I would never act different, what are you talking about? Um, so Light's at work, but, like, also we cut to him and Ray on the bus for, like, one minute... And then never again until like twenty minutes later. Why? Is he? Is this just like him in his head thinking about his plan? Is why we see him and Ray on the bus. I don't know. I don't know why they show that and then just don't come back. It, it's so weird. It's just like, oh, here's Light and Ray on the bus, <laughs> and that's it. Well, no, that that's uh, no that that happens. That way, in the uh, I mean, uh, light no, was does. on a it does it yeah, does light light yeah light was on a date with a chick uh, during this scene, but yeah, it it does happen in the anime like that. No, I know it happens in the anime like that, and it happens like that later in this episode too. But why show it now for ten seconds and then I, not never again until I it mean, actually happens? Well, dude, I mean, Nier's already here, and Mello's a fucking wooden puppet. I, I don't fucking know. Well, we'll, you know? we'll, we'll get to Nier and Mello, don't you worry. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 like, dude, I, I, I've stopped trying to make sense uh, of, of anything. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and just go with it, because I have no idea what the fuck is going on. So we go back to L's base, uh, where L is watching a man with a condom on his head making chicken noises, I think. <laughs> oh, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was a rubber glove. It might have been a glove, but either way, it's uh, still a, funny. It's really dumb. Um, and we see that Light is twenty in this version. Uh, I believe that's the first time we find out his age because we see it on his like little profile that L has up. And then, uh, let's see. 
So L is super. L is super. He he knows light is Kira. He knows. He already knows. He's 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 talking about it. He light is Kira. We we all know it. Yeah, he's pretty much just busted. This is like the worst fucking Kira iteration fucking ever. And all of Death Notum, this is the worst one. It's the worst one, but also like we'll talk, hey, about, oh, come this. On, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about this. We'll talk about this. I have a question for when we get there. When we get okay. to the scene where I asked it. Um so we're at Light's house. Uh he's on the phone. Uh, his friend invites him to a Misa concert. Um, which power up with the Misa Misa concert? Like, no, ew, this music sucks. Which isn't Misa like a full on like celebrity superstar? How often does she perform in this particular area of Japan? And how much does she charge that they go all the time? (laughs) Well, the way I kind of figure it is like it's a big enough city to where they can have their own like entertainment apparatus and stuff like that. So Maybe she's just a local, or maybe she's a... Well, I guess she could be a local, and she's probably big enough to do, like, you know, the commercials and the other touring of the other cities and stuff like that. Uh, But maybe her, like, main area is just, like, right there, probably because she lives there, and the, the, uh, uh, the record label she's with is based there also. So she has, like, a lot of reasons to be there. I just don't know. I just don't understand why her venues are so fucking small. Like, dude, if you looked at, if you based her performances from this area and the places that she plays, you would think that she's like broke as fuck and has like no fucking money. But you <laughs> yeah, know, she's just playing dingy nightclubs in her hometown. Yeah, like, dude, this is <laughs> this is almost the equivalent of some like a uh, uh, fucking country music artist trying to get his feet in the door of a record a recording studio and this is like their uh this is their grind this is them paying their dues already you know yeah but then then her performances are like on television and ryuk is reading a magazine with her face on it so i don't don't know what to believe (laughs) well we also have to probably consider the fact that um uh well, they're not really showing us the whole the 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 breadth, the width of the the city that they're really in. Like you get to see like little bits and pieces, but you can tell that the shots are really really tight, and they don't have like enough money to show the entire city. Because I'm sure there's they a say an actual Japanese city that they're in. I know, I know that it's they're in the Kanto region of Japan. That is that is established during the uh, L. Lindell Taylor bit, uh, but is a city ever specified? Uh, I I thought that they called the said the name. Of they the might city have said the Shinjuku. Day. They 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 might be in Shinjuku. Is is Shinjuku in Kanto? I know there is a city in Japan called Shinjuku. I don't I hope know you're not, in Kanto. <laughs> I hope you're not asking me because I know fuck all about Japan. That's fair. I was, I was hoping you would like, Google it, but you're not. You're not one of my co-hosts who will volunteer to Google things. So. Well, no, I didn't know I was supposed to Google anything. Like I had no idea. Like you're the host. I thought you were supposed to be the one googling things. Well, no. If if, if I was gonna Google things, I wouldn't need a co-host. <laughs> I get co-hosts so they could Google things. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. bitch. I'm I'm kidding. Fucking, dude, I will replace you with a fucking AI president. Replace me and Joe me? Biden. Me and Joe Biden. I'll feed. fucking do a fucking competing Kara's Kingdom. It'll be like <laughs> Kara's Kingdom, even Kingdom. Kara's Kingdom. All right. All right. Even, you're not going to think of a new Kingdom name. Here. You're just going to call it Kira's Kingdom 
too. <laughs> yeah, oh, Electric Boogaloo, you're fucking right. Like, me and Joe Biden will fucking do the fucking show. <laughs> Mo Diggity and AI Joe Biden talk about God that. Goddamn right. Yes, yeah, the only iteration of Joe Biden I can actually fucking stand. All right, all right. Anyway. Not to uh, get political. Not, not to, to get, get political. political. Not to get political. Um, <laughs> Everyone chill with your comments. All zero uh, of you watching, listening yep, to this All zero show. of our adoring fans. Uh, so Ryu calls Misa a titty girl again. I was not expecting that to happen twice, but it did. Yeah, wasn't uh, this the scene where he the light walks into him fucking dancing? No, like that's, a lo- that's a lot later. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. God damn, how long is this fucking episode? Jesus. 45 minutes. <laughs> God. All right, sorry, uh, go ahead. So Ryuk is like, oh, she's so lively. That's ironic. And Light's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, and Ryuk's like, nope, not going to say it. Can't tell you. It's Shinigami Law. And then and then Light's like, I'll give you two apples. And he's like, okay, don't tell anybody. I've told you this. Like, damn, <laughs> like, you sold out your laws quick. <laughs> For two apples. Not so, just one apple. So Ryuk tells Light that Mises is meant to die soon. She's going to die, Mo Diggity. She has 43 hours left. I can't believe they're going to kill Misa in episode two, Mo Diggity. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, so Ryuk explains the Shinigami lore about how they steal humans' lifespans by writing their name in the Death Note. He also explains the Shinigami eyes as in his Shinigami eyes. He does not explain the deal yet. I assume the deal comes up. I, I like I, there's how- no way it doesn't, but it does I- not come up now. I like how they keep the graphic for the uh, the the lifespan and stuff. Yeah, I, I do like that graphic, and it is pretty accurate in this version. So, pretty good. Uh, so Ryuk says she could die from any cause. It's not necessarily she's going to get sick and die. She could get attacked. Anything could happen. Um, and Light Yagami is very genuinely concerned for this young girl's life, and does not think that she deserves to die. Keep keep it in your pocket. Uh, so we we cut to Misa, who's being uh, escorted home by a security guard. Well, uh, well, hold, well, hold on a sec. He kind of skipped over the part where he explains like the, how the lifespans of a Shinigami actually work. I literally said that he explains the Shinigami lore where they steal people's light fans by writing their name. I said that. <laughs> well, like he was a lot more detailed than than you. Uh, yeah, all right, no, but Modigny, we know. We watched the entire Death Note anime. It's that. <laughs> like, we, we, we've we had detailed conversations about Shinigami lore already, so I just got like, yeah, he explains the thing we already know because we watched the Death Note anime. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right, all right sorry. <laughs> but, uh, so, we cut to Misa being escorted home by a security guard. Uh, incel paparazzi man is lurking around, um, and that's all we see. Um, this is obviously to set up Incel Paparazzi Man being the culprit. Uh, hey guys, <laughs> stay tuned. Uh, so uh, I've already I've already spoiled that he's innocent <laughs> anyway. So uh, so we cut to light. Who's outside? Uh, he's lamenting about not being able to save Misa, uh, and that's it. That's all we get from that. We also see that Ray's still following him. Um, he he's in a park with his friends. Um, and he's just brooding hard. <laughs> he's like, oh, Misa's gonna die. And they don't know that they're not, they're talking about this concert they're gonna go to, but they don't know that she's gonna be dead before the concert happens. <laughs> um, oh, they ask no. Him, they ask him if he's going to the concert, um, and he says that he is going to the concert, and then leaves. 
And he's like, I'm going to save her. Uh, so that's, that's his mission now. Uh, we cut to Light's work. Um, his boss tells him they're going to be busy because of the party. Uh, Light goes to tell his boss something, but we do not hear what it is. Uh, we cut to the police station, uh, where Chief Yagami is ordered to lead the Kira Countermeasures Office. I'm, I'm just going to call it the task force. <laughs> it's just called um, the task force. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so the rest of our, our good police boys walk in, um, and Mogi asks if uh, Chief Yagami is going to accept the position, uh, which he is going to. Uh, Mogi's concerned uh, that it might get Chief Yagami killed. Uh, he offers to go with him, uh, but Chief Yagami's like, no, I'm going alone. Um, and I actually wrote down, do the other cops not get involved with L in this version? Uh, it turns out about two <laughs> minutes later, I was wrong. Uh, but Yeah, you uh, just gotta give it a second. Just gotta give it a second. Um, so then maybe Detective Waifu walks in, um, compliments the chief on his work that day, um, and he says nothing and just walks away. Mm. Mm. <laughs> he walks off. Like, uh, this typical stoic Japanese cop man. Also, so if this is Detective Waifu, I think it has to be, because we... Spoiler alert, guys, but, like, come on. You, uh, assumedly, if you're listening to this, you've either already watched the episode or don't care. You're definitely not, like, listening to it, watching one scene, listening to it, pausing, watching the next scene, and then... <laughs> nobody's doing that. You already know what happened to this episode, which, if you can. Which is <laughs> the best way to watch, uh, watch uh, Death Note and listen to Kira's Kingdom, by the way. The preferred way. The preferred way is the watch along podcasts are kind of designed to watch along. So you just watch the episode and you listen to Kira's Kingdom, you know? Or, you know, I describe it pretty in depth. So if, you, if, if you're not interested in the J drama, I guess you could just listen to us too. <laughs> would also work. Yeah, just uh, skip the political parts where I start fed posting and stuff. And like you'll actually be able yeah, to Yeah, keep just pretend up that with, didn't like, happen. Stuff. Don't worry yeah. about it. Um, so. Uh, we cut to L's base, uh, where Chief Yagami's there, and they're talking about working together on the task force. Um, and then Matsuda Aizawamogi and maybe Detective Waifu show up outside of L's hideout, because they followed the chief. Um, and Watchery lets them in. They're all gonna do a task force. They're all gonna be the task force. Um, and then maybe Detective Waifu asks Watchery's connection to L, like, what, what is your connection to L? And he just says, who can say? <laughs> Uh, they 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 all get in there. Uh, Matsuda introduces himself to L, um, and then L does the finger gun, bang, you're dead. If I was Kira, bit again. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm glad that they that they put that in there. Yeah, well, he did it last episode to the chief. He's doing it again this time. Uh, but so L knows everybody's name already. He goes over it. Um, he gives everybody like a title. Um, the first one that jumped out at me, I wrote down one first and then decided to just go back and write them all real quick. Um, maybe Detective Waifu is stated to be a, quote, internet expert? <laughs> That's her role. She's the internet expert. Expert of the internet. Detective Waifu. <laughs> yes. Um, which, uh, I'm sorry, I got distracted earlier. Um, but, spo that spoilers. We see Ray Penber's girlfriends. It is not this girl, and it is not a any version of Naomi Misura either. It's some look, chick named, like, Kathy or something. Look, so look, I'm pretty look, sure this is Detective Waifu, and she's just not 
involved with Pember in this version. Look, we just gotta be. We just gotta just go ahead and just accept the fact that we will not get a real detective waifu in this show. Well, so like this, I'm fine with that. I'd what about keep... this? Do you not think this girl is gonna get like real detective waifu level moments later on? Nah, you don't think it, so? Like, no, because like everything in this show, like I know I keep like saying this, but everything in this show is so different. So I just. I'm expecting the unexpected and I'm just putting question mark on everything, how they're going to do everything. I, I don't know exactly how this is all going to work out. Fair. Uh, so, I mean, uh, for crying out loud, Misa Misa is a fuck considered a fucking titty girl. A famous titty girl, Misa Mane. Um, so you can tell uh, Twitch, you can tell Twitch existed at uh, that. This was written while Twitch was at its height. Because, you know, TD Girl was never really used before the, until streaming became a big thing. Wasn't... When did Twitch become a big thing? Oh, about, like, 2017, 2018. Okay, well, this is 2015, so... <laughs> oh, I thought that that was... That this was, like, written, like, way later on. Like yes, the Death Note ago. anime was written in 2000... Well, the manga was in, like, 2004... Um, this Death Note J drama was in 2015. Oh, fuck. Okay, well, I'm just all sorts behind. Oh, well. Yeah, so, uh, L, L says that, uh, maybe Detective Waifu is an internet expert. He says that Mogi is a veteran, uh, that Aizawa has a fiery temper, and that Matsuda is rather stupid. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Um, and then Chief Yagami reveals to everybody that uh, L is investigating the police families. Uh, Aizawa bursts out in anger because he's the angry one, I guess, as we just established. Was he the angry one in the anime? I remember him getting angry a couple times, but I don't think that was his primary personality trait. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't quite recall. This was all like. I guess, like, year, I, so. I can remember Matsuda, not Matsuda. I can remember a bunch of Aizawa outbursts. I guess I could see people. Seeing him as the angry character, he's definitely gotten angry a few times. There was the when he can't get into the task force building, he gets mad. He can't. He yeah, he gets mad a couple times. <laughs> Maybe he was the angry one. I guess I just never really perceived him in that way. Uh, so Ray gives Ella a call. Uh, he says he's lost track of Light because um, he slipped away from work. Um, and then L asks Chief Yagami what kind of person Light is. Uh, he doesn't get an answer. Uh, we cut to Light, who was at a Misa watch. <laughs> like she just... No, I, I think it was a meet and greet. I think that's it, might, it, meet it might be a meet and greet. There is a meet and greet later, but maybe there are multiple meet and greets. It's just like, all we see is Misa walk out a door and wave at people. People start cheering, and then Light freaks out, and she gets in her car and leaves. <laughs> Uh, so Light, like, tries to give her a letter, um, presumably trying to warn her in a more subtle manner, um, but her security guard's like, no, 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 you just send the letters to the family P.O. box, get the fuck out of here. Um, and then... Fucking weirdo creep, get the fuck out of here. And then Light just starts screaming, like, Misa, you will die at 7pm tomorrow! <laughs> don't, be, don't, be careful, you're gonna die at 7pm! Like, this gets, is not the way to warn anyone. He gets restrained by a security guard. Um, in any real world, he would have gone to jail, I think. Uh, but he does not go to jail. Um, this is Buck Wild, this scene. 
where he just starts like he's like Misa, you will die at seven p. Like Light is not good at maintaining composure in this version. Um, so he broods at a lake because he he fucked up. Um, and then he's approached by one of Misa's security guards uh, who asks what he meant uh, by Misa being in danger. Um, Light goes to walk away, um, but the guy shows like genuine, real, noble concern for Misa, at least how Light perceives it. Um, so he decides to stay um, and make up a story about how he's a fortune teller. And that's how he knows that Misa's going to die. Um, and the guard immediately suspects incel paparazzi man. Um, he promises to tighten security at the meet and greet uh, so that Misa will be safe. Uh, Light asks to attend the meet and greet. Uh, the guard introduces himself. Uh, he, see, he seems like a nice guy, right, this guy? I, I, I couldn't see him doing any bad things. He seems like a generally nice person, you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I actually wrote down, unironically at this scene, I like Yukita. He seems like such a nice guy. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, stay tuned folks put that in your pocket um so uh light is like freaked out for a minute because he asks for his name but he's like yeah we gotta exchange content info or content info <laughs> contact info so i can give you the deets on where the stuff is happening um so he does tell him his name uh then we cut to light returning home uh, and chief yagami is there uh, for the first time in forever um uh, Sayu questions why the chief has not caught Kira yet, I think. Um, and then Light walks in, she complains about how hungry she is, um, and Light says, cook for yourself. <laughs> and then Sayu's like, well, I can't promise it's gonna be good, but I guess I'll go cook. <laughs> and then she goes cook. <laughs> I love Sayu a lot. Uh, chief asks Light what he did today, uh, which Light immediately, like, his eyes wide, he's like, oh shit. He knows. Because, <laughs> like, he had, he had slipped away from Ray, um, which Elle knew, and now his father is asking what he was doing. So it's like, oh, he knows. He's, he's, he's playing games. Um, he does not know he's Kira, but he's at least trying to figure out where he went when, Rey, when he ditched Ray. Um, but Light is like, oh, I went and I had dinner with a friend, and we discussed the public service exam. So that's that's his excuse. Um, and then he sits down and has a has a cracks open a cold one with his dad, has a nice little drink, um, which Sayu points out is irregular. I guess Light is not a big drinker, but he does he does have a have a beer with his with his daddy. Um, and he says he's worried about him because he's working the Kira case and that's dangerous. Um, and Chief Yagami's just like, ooh. I don't think he even really acknowledges. <laughs> that he's just like mm, yes sure um and he's talking about the public service exam um light is not afraid to fail because even if he does he has other things he wants to do uh chief yagami asks him what those other things are um which i think the other things he was referring to was being kira <laughs> and then upon being asked he's just like nothing special and he finishes his drink and he leaves um sayu's like light is asking acting weird he doesn't usually like you <laughs> He doesn't usually show concern for your well-being. <laughs> he called Sayu calls it creepy that Light is concerned for his father. Which, which to be fair, the the state the, the statement is like he's always been cold to you since what happened with mom. Like this is weird. 
but I feel like it's kind of it's kind of harsh to call it creepy that he's showing concern for his father. Uh, but either way, uh, and then Sayu burns the food because of course she does. <laughs> um, we go back to Light's room, and this is when Ryuk is watching a Misa concert on the TV and dancing along. He's having a grand old time. Um, Light immediately just turns it right off. <laughs> Um, and they have a conversation where Ryu, okay, I'm confused about the context of this scene. I don't know if you got it better than I did. I would, I would hedge a bet on no, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, so they're talking about like empathy or something or sympathy or, and at some point Light says, you told me about Misa on purpose. What? (laughs) What does he mean by this? (laughs) Is it just because, like, Ryuk, he thinks Ryuk just wants to watch him squirm? Or does this have something to do with Ray Penber? What does he mean by this? I don't get it. No, I, I, I don't get it either. <laughs> but it, it doesn't really come up again, so who cares? Um, so uh, Light starts to rush uh, with his plan to kill Ray because he doesn't have a lot of time. Um, and he also wants to protect Misa. Uh, and he looks at a criminal in a thing whose name is Nak... Nako... Nak... Kaji, Nako Kaji, Matsushiro. Uh, he writes intently in the Death Note, um, and then we cut to Near and L just talking on the phone. <laughs> they're just ha- there's buddies. They're hanging out. Um, if you recall in the anime, Near was basically just like an L fanboy. <laughs> like I don't think they ever talked. I think they were very clear about the fact that they had never talked. But in this version, they just they just hang out. They just talk on the phone like they're besties. Yeah, it's just like I said, question mark on everything. So they're talking about Kira. Uh, Nier mentions Shinigami. Um, then L says, "If they're real, I'd like to meet one." Uh, well, good news for you, L. <laughs> I think you might meet one at some point. Uh, <laughs> then there's an indignant kid in the background, just getting pissy and being mean. Uh, we don't see him. Uh, then after the phone call, Nier refers to this voice as Mellow, but all we see is this stupid little Mellow puppet. Is Mellow just a puppet in this version? It, <laughs> is he I, just a puppet? Is that it? I think he's a big fucking wooden, uh, Does wooden is puppet. Nier, is Nier like the nerd kid from Victorious who had like the puppet who had like a different voice and personality, and it was always like intentionally vague whether the puppet was actually alive or whether the kid was just crazy. Um, is this that? <laughs> Does Nier just talk to himself? Uh, as a puppet named Mello? <laughs> I, I think so, but I don't know anything about Drake and Josh, to be honest, though. Or whatever I said, show I said Victorious, but... Oh, <laughs> same, same dip. Yeah, I never, I never watched Victorious. I was three old five me at the time. The, there was a bit in Victorious where one of the main characters had a puppet, and the puppet, like... The puppet operated as if it were an individual character. <laughs> although, although obviously, it would make, it's like a hand puppet. And in real life, it would be like, oh, he's operating it. But it's always unclear. <laughs> like, it's like oh. is, this guy, is this puppet just real? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> oh, it's just young men going through their ventriloquist phase. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Very relatable. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Mello is a puppet now. We... <laughs> Uh, so, and then L gives Watchery one of his mysterious little command notes again. I don't know if I like this. 
I don't know if I like them using this technique to hide elves' plans. It's a weird, like, specific trope that they've done in both of these episodes so far, where whenever El has a plan and he has to tell Watery something, but he they don't want us, the audience, to know yet. He just hands Watery a little piece of paper, and Watery's like, "Oh, I'll go do that." <laughs> uh, so we cut to Light's house. Uh, he's reading about uh, Matsushiro, uh, who's the criminal he killed earlier. Um, who died by stabbing himself in the stomach, which is how Light wrote it to be. Um, and he's talking out loud to himself. He says, this will work, in reference to his plan. And then Sayu walks in, and she's like, what will work? <laughs> and Light's just like, nothing, don't worry about it. And, and Sayu's just like, okay, bye. <laughs> so, so nothing comes of that. Um, Light sees another criminal in the u- newspaper uh, by the name of Osoreda Kichiro. Um, which is a name you may recognize from the Death Note anime of the guy who jacked the bus. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he's got a handgun, is something that the article says, and Light's like, ooh, he's got a handgun. <laughs> then we cut to the bus stop, um, Light gets on a bus, Ray gets on the bus with him, uh, Osareda gets on the bus, this is all according to Light's plan, obviously, he jacks the bus, he holds the riot driver at gunpoint, Light screams, he's got a gun! <laughs> And everybody starts freaking out. Uh, Osareda tells the driver to keep drying and all the, the... Drying? The driver to keep driving and sends all the passengers to the back. Um, he tells the driver to call his company, where he says, have a girl in a car, bring all their money to him. <laughs> and he'll kill everyone on the bus if they don't. Uh, so Light's talking to a stranger. They start to formulate a plan to all jump the guy. Uh, Rage steps in and he's like, hey, that's dangerous. And then Light's like, are you with him? Are you a bad guy also? <laughs> um, he asks for some proof. Uh, they aren't working together. Um, and Ray has a fake ID on him. Uh, as a business, he's a businessman named Thomas O'Connor. Uh, and, and Light's like, no, that's not real. <laughs> um, and then we cut to L, who's like, yes, I, we did give him the fake ID. <laughs> Uh, and then we cut back to the bus, uh, where Osareda, uh, hears whispering, and he's like, what are you whispering about? And, like, assaults Light and steals his bag. Um, and then he has, he tells Light to get everybody to gather their belongings so that he can take them and have them now. Um, he attacks Light again. <laughs> he's really mean to Light. Um, so Light is gathering everybody's stuff. Uh, he asks Ray to cooperate. Uh, Ray gives him his bag. Um, and then Light's like, oops, I dropped the bag and the stuff fell out. No. Uh, and, <laughs> and, then he, and then he starts like gathering Ray's stuff and he's looking for his name as he does. And he sees a picture of Ray with a girl whose name was Kathy Campbell. Uh, and that's not his name, obviously. So that's not him. That's not it either. Um, so Light asks for the things in everybody's pocket, uh, pockets, uh, which now Ray shows his FBI ID. Um, good, good old Ray Penber, FBI, uh, nothing out of the ordinary here, uh, all par for the course, uh, nothing will happen person involving the name Ray Penber, I'm sure. We all know that's his name. Uh, so... Uh, Ray jumps to wrestle the gun out of Osareda's hand. Um, they kind of struggle for a little bit. Um, he he throws Ray off of him, and it looks like he's about to shoot Ray, and then he shoots himself instead. <laughs> and now he's dead, 
all all the passengers of the bus besides Light and Ray flee immediately. Um, and obviously they they probably leave shortly after because we do cut to Light again and he's off the bus. Um, Ryuk reads what happens, what is on the Death Note, uh, or it was Ryuk or it was Light or somebody. I wrote it down. Uh, Osareta Kichiro on July seventh, twenty fifteen, it takes a pistol onto the bus forces a college student on board to get everyone's belongings together, then shoots himself in the stomach and dies. Now, solid plan, except, though, why write a college student that could so easily go wrong? There could have so easily been another college student on this bus. Why didn't he just write his name? Or if it's like, oh, he doesn't know who you are, so that wouldn't work. Why not write a very specific physical description? <laughs> Like, he he gets a boy with brown hair who is college-aged and has brown eyes. <laughs> like, just, why not describe yourself physically instead of saying college student? Something anyone on that bus could be. Uh, but it works out for him. Because <laughs> I guess he was the only college student on that bus. Uh, so, that happens. Uh, he knows Ray's name now. Um, so later we see a roof, or they're on a roof, uh, Light and Ryuk. Um, and Light goes to write Ray's name down, and he briefly hesitates. Because of the picture. Hold on. Wait, what? He does, it, he goes to write Ray's name down, and then he's like, has a flashback flash of the picture, picture of Ray and his girlfriend. And he like, hesitates for a minute, because it's like, oh, he was happy with his girlfriend in that picture. But then he does it anyway. Obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he started feeling guilty. Yeah, they give they 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 make a light a lot more human and a little. Is bit light more Yagami just based in this version? <laughs> like, listen. Last time he was obviously a supervillain. He loved every moment of murder and death. Is this light Yagami just a misguided good boy? Because <laughs> it seems be like that's what bit. they're going for. Like, he has, he has real emotions. His whole motivation this episode is to save Misa's life. He's kind of a good boy. He's kind of good boy light, like in the show, except he's still Kira, though. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he writes Ray Pember's name. He writes that he's going to go down to his office. Oh, I actually wrote the actual Death Note passage. I forgot. Um, which I don't think we know yet, so I will, I will get there. Oh, no, there we go. Um, so, no, he writes the name, and then he, he says, I'll protect life, too, um, referring to Misa. He runs off to save Misa. Um, and then Ryuk reads what Light wrote, uh, which is, Ray Penber dies of a heart attack. At 6.30 p.m. on July 7th, 2015, he goes to report to L about the bus jacking, and then before he finishes reading, Ryuk falls off the roof. <laughs> And then he's like, oh, wait, I can fly, actually. And then he, <laughs> he lands, and then we get the rest of the Death Note passage uh, through Light monologuing to himself. Uh, he tells L he wants out of this dangerous mission. He argues with L and then shoots him with the pistol he's carrying. So, ain't looking good for, for L right now. Um, so, we briefly see Ray outside of L's base. Um, and then we cut to Light, uh, who's going to the Misa meet-and-greet. Um... And he's on time. He's like, oh, I made it in time. And L's about to be dead right now, too. Um, so we cut to L's base. Ray walks in. Ray says, I ran into a little trouble, and then takes out his gun. 
And there's just a little bit of a stare down. And then we cut back to Light. Uh, Misa is not there. Uh, Light calls Yukida, who's like, you're a stalker. Why would I tell you where she is, <laughs> actually? Uh, I was protecting Misa from you the whole time. Uh, and he said that he's, he starts talking sinister and he says, Misa, Misa is mine. Uh, <laughs> so, ooh, uh, there's some stuff going on there. Um, Light asks Yukida where he is now, um, and Yukida just hangs up on him. Uh, Light suspects Yukida might be the killer. So we cut to Misa being escorted home. There's another security guard who reminds her to lock her door. Uh, Yukida is there waiting for her, uh, welcomes her home all creepy and shit, um, stops her from walking away as he tells her about the stalker that he just helped stop. Um, Yukida grabs Misa and says, I'll protect you, I'll protect you. Um, and then she slaps him and calls the police. <laughs> so he gets mad and pushes her down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and Misa gets knocked out. <laughs> she is conked. Uh, so later that night, uh, Misa wakes up and she's fine. No concussion, I guess. <laughs> uh, she finds Yukida dead next to her. Um, and obviously she suspects Kira is behind it. And then she gets her own death note and complimentary quill. <laughs> um, and she looks up and she sees Rem, who flies down and introduces herself. Um, and then we cut to light. Hey, remember how th my phrase, my turn of phrase that I've been saying throughout this entire podcast, both during the anime and during last and this episode, I've always referred to L <laughs> suspecting light as L having light's number. In this version, L literally has light's number. <laughs> oh, God, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I was like, light, I got your number. No, you don't. No, literally, it's like nine two seven. No, literally, I'm giving you a call. What's up, buddy? Hey, it's hey, me, how you L. Doing? Uh, so L gives Light a call, um, and mentions the bus tracking. Uh, we find out Ray Penber is an alias. Dun, it's not dun, real. Dun. He's alive, and so is L. Everything's fine now. L knows everything that happened during the bus tracking. L asks Light if he's Kira. Light freaks the fuck out. Not out loud, obviously. He's still keeping composure on the phone. But we see on his face, he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and that's yeah, it. it. Yeah, it, Ray Pember isn't actually Ray Pember. No, da, he's da, not. Da, 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 da. I was not ready. <laughs> Check out this curveball. It's a twist. Because the, the thing is, okay. Mm. So the first episode was very much, besides like the addition of like his other friends and the job, it was pretty much par for the course, Death Note. Episode two, I knew going in the vague plot, because I there's like a preview at the end of all of these, and I don't watch them, but I, I watched like the first 10 seconds by accident uh, after episode one. And they're like, Misa's gonna die! And I'm like, oh, that's not how it happened. <laughs> so I was interested to see what was gonna happen in this episode. They just go way off the rails, and I'm kind of here for it i'm kind of want to know where this goes because now ray isn't dead what's he gonna do what's his what's his role in the story yeah. uh spoilers it's ray with it not e. much i don't think no uh, it's considering... gonna be ray it's gonna be ray pember but it's gonna be r-a-e instead of r-a-y <laughs> just... gotcha <laughs> on the technicality like yagami or should i say kira dun, dun, dun. so 
that's pretty much my final thoughts. Uh, do you have any final thoughts you want to go over before we get into our wrap-up questions? Uh, well, I, I noticed that, you know, uh, that what was the other, the, the Rhea, what was the fucking other chick Shinigami's name? Uh, fucking Mises? Uh, uh, <laughs> you don't remember Rem? Come Rem, on. Rem, there we go. No, 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 I just couldn't remember the name. Like for some reason, I don't know. It's it's been a year since I've watched anything. Death That's Note true. Related. We did do this so, last year. This show is more yes. than a year old, which is wacky. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So it's nice to see that Rem doesn't have a helmet in this uh, in this version, and she seems very you know cognizant. You know, like she's a normal ass person. She also didn't have a helmet in the anime. Um, we <laughs> no, no. We, we didn't know how stupid she was until I'm a little bit later. Eat the cereal now. Ooh, up my ass. Oh, yeah, she's anyway. Uh, you, you know, we do have zero people watching, so I could say whatever I want, but will I? Probably not right now. Yeah, let's uh, let's conserve the power level here. <laughs> uh, so you're my friend. You're my friend. My friend. Misha's my friend. All right. I'll kill you like if you kill Mita. So, favorite character now. I was during throughout the entire episode. I was pretty prepared to say light. Light light is very good in this episode. I like him a lot. I like that he's kind of a good boy and that he wants to save Misa's life. And I was super into light the whole time. But that ending, bro, I think I have to give it to L. That fucking shook me. He just calls light on the phone. It's like, hey, bitch, I ain't dead. And it's like, holy shit. I was not yeah. expecting Ray Pember to be an alias. That that was like that's an equivalent shock to what I felt in like episode two of the anime when the Lindell Taylor thing happened, where I was like, "Holy shit, L, <laughs> that's fucking well, I, wild." I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. It was it was a nice little twist. There's there's a couple of really good moments finally in, in this show with Bo in the second uh, uh, episode. <laughs> like the first one was just a little bit boring. Very everything's being established and all that. And sometimes those are good episodes. Uh, sometimes they're bad. That one just, I think, personally, my opinion that it was not that great. But this second, this second episode was pretty good. So okay, I'm I'm thinking about this here. My favorite scene is definitely the ending, where where L L calls out his whole plan. Um, so with that being said, since I'm giving that my favorite scene, and that's kind of the only reason why I love L so much in this episode, I probably will give it to Light, uh, just because L. L I don't really like in in most of the scenes. I don't like the shirt swap. Uh, I just I really like that thing at the end, uh, and I'm gonna give that my favorite scene, and I'll give props to L for it. Um, but I will go ahead and give my favorite character to White this time. Um, so I already said my favorite scene. So what's your favorite scene, Mo? Uh, my favorite scene. Also, oh, who's my... your favorite character? I don't think you actually said. <laughs> oh well, I didn't get. You hadn't asked me. You asked me what my favorite scene is after you said what your favorite. Sorry, character I got is. I got mixed up. Favorite character, favorite. Damn character. it! The whole podcast is ruined. It's ruined. It's salvage. Record it again. Quick. Restart. <laughs> oh God, no! Don't you fucking care. <laughs> I want a cigarette so bad right now. You have no idea, and it's getting warm in here. Um. Uh, blah blah blah. So uh, I'm saying favorite character first, right? Yep, favorite character. Uh, favorite character. You know, like most people would give it to uh to L or to Light, but me personally, I'm going to throw everyone a curveball. I'm going to go ahead and give it to the big wooden puppet Mellow because <laughs> you know, he was he was the character that sort of like was uh 
you know, kept me on my toes, you know, kept me guessing the entire time. And then you have the scene with uh, 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 fucking uh, Mellow and Near where they're, they literally have L's number and, and they're literally like <laughs> totes besties and all that stuff. So it's just that that's really fucking weird. And I'm going to have to take some time to process that. But whatever, it's the show, so everything's a big question mark. But what's not a question mark is my favorite character. So I'm giving it to Mello, the big wooden puppet. Okay, sure. sure. Oh. Now what's your favorite scene? Uh, I gotta say my favorite scene... Oh, man. Uh, I, I think it's... I'll, I'll go ahead and give it... I'll, I'll, I'll be like fucking basic bitch Mo. And give it the ending because I, I like the Ray Pember isn't actually Ray Pember twist. And I, I like the whole like the last line of dialogue is pretty much uh, L tasking light. So are you Kira? Hey bud. Are you Kira? Like you're Kira, right? <laughs> you I have Kira, literally right? no one else I suspect <laughs> other than you. Even though like it's it hasn't been established yet, like where you even base this off of, you know? Like because none of the normie characters that haven't uh, dealt with Shinigami or I mean, is it established that this that these people even know if there's any Shinigami or magic or anything? It's just a basic world, right? Where no one has knowledge of that. Well, that's always been the case. <laughs> yeah. Well, but there's but the, oh, then again, you know, it is just like a one season fucking show where there and and this one's just like your typical like ten to twelve episode length. But they, they just don't, they don't really draw it out or anything like that. So, like, so far, L is basing this with zero proof whatsoever. Like, how the fuck do you even suspect uh, hey, life of being? But how do you, I, hold on. I can you, explain. You, I know okay, exactly like, why he specifically. Okay, I, I want to know that because they have nothing on the guy because they've had him tailed, like, for, like, several, like, I guess, days now. And they, there's like they, they haven't even mentioned anything about to like fair, a, a to death be fair, note or anything. To be fair, light be, or L being this convinced is a little bit much, but that's kind of always been how it's been. Like he 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 gets he gets light sent, and he's like, "That's Kira," and that becomes his entire investigation. Even in the original anime, I don't think he had enough on him to really say definitively at first, but he still suspected him. Uh, but. The reason he suspects him, as far as I can tell, the line of thought. So the original, so Kira's a student. He knows that because he matched up the times of the deaths and the times changed immediately. So he's like, Kira's definitely a student. Also, he's connected to the police. Um, and he starts investigating all the police's families. Now, if you'll remember, one of Kira's first victims died while having Soichiro Yagami in his possession, having him kidnapped. So it makes sense. That Elle would be like, okay, so if Kira's a family member of a policeman, might be, might be a Yagami. <laughs> Considering Kira's, like, third victim was somebody who had kidnapped Chief Yagami. So yeah, I think he has pretty good reason <laughs> to suspect Light. I don't know, I, I, still, I, I still don't think it makes any sense, but whatever, whatever. It, the, the do you not, do you not really, think that makes sense? Not really, because they don't know any. Because they have no way to actually like tell how these people are even fucking dying. They know it's weird and there's funny shit in there, but well, like, I know I, that I don't Kira know. is just... killing people. They've already like they're like, okay, Kira is a murderer. He is killing people. We're pretty much certain of that. 
Um, he is killing people in particular. He he has the ability to control who he kills. It's not like they don't know that, and they're like, okay. Yeah, but they but have like no way student. to. They have no way to establish like how they're doing it and like how uh, L has decided that Light is the killer. Well, I mean, I did just explain a, a very simple line of logic. I, I, I just don't <laughs> that think, let him there. Yeah, but I, I just don't buy that though. It, like I know what you think is right, but. I don't know. That doesn't sound very. It just doesn't sound convincing. That just doesn't to seem me. right to me. <laughs> no, it's just not convincing to me. That's all. But it's a show, so you know, it's a big question mark. Like I said. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, rating out of ten. I'm gonna go ahead. This is not a ten out of ten by any stretch, but it's got me real hooked. I think it was very good. I think I'm willing to give it a nine. Uh. Okay, so last episode, I gave it a very, very generous 7 out of 10 with, like, You problems. gave it a higher rating than I did, which is shocking. Yeah, yeah. This one, though, I still feel like it's a 7 out of, uh, 7 out of 10, but it's a bit more enthusiastic. So, you know, uh, it's, it's a 7, but it's got, like, my most seal of approval on it. It was a pretty decent episode. And I liked it enough to where I could say, hey, you know, if you didn't really like the first episode too much, watch this one. It's kind of cooler and a little bit more fun. It's well, a little like bit more enjoyable. I feel like in that enjoyable. case, Mo, if you really think this episode is that much more enjoyable than the first, I feel like there should be something in the score to denote that. To at least give it like a 7.5 to state that it's oh, definitively better than the so first fucking, one. Oh, <laughs> I hate the fucking point five shit. Like, yeah, I hate we've given point fives on this show. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 7.5 then with enthusiasm. There you go. Um, but all right, that's Death Note. Uh, hey, Mo Diggity. Yeah. What's Ethan Ralph been up to this week? Oh, God, I don't <laughs> care. Can we please not talk about fucking no, we Ethan Ralph? No, we, we don't have to talk about Ethan Ralph. It's fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. What have you been up to this week? We, we got to do some level of end set. Oh. We always do this. So what's the Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, oh, just uh, wa watching the world burn. That's that's pretty, you know, like as as per usual, just uh, watching everything just burn down to the fucking ground. Apparently, the Batman is getting a, a, a sequel. It's it's pretty cool, like I guess, but I don't know. Like I don't have any enthusiasm whatsoever for comic book movies or anything like that. Like I, no? I just wish that they, I, I I wish that Cape shit would fucking die. I I don't want any more. I, I like Cape shit sometimes. I don't like Cape shit at all. Like dude, Ant Man, like my one of my favorite little uh, fucking characters. Like this movie is, uh, dude. I'm like 20 minutes into it. Like this movie's fucking terrible. Like it's like bad. It's like badly fucking made. Like the, it, it's like this is what happens when you just don't have a consistent team of writers and a, 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 a consistent director doing just one fucking project, you know? Like, that's why, like, you know, Guardians 3, I'm a little bit scared that's going to be bad, even though, like, 1 and 2... Well, it's, and it's made by the same one. guy who made the first two that are good, so... <laughs> well, I, I know, I know, I know, but, like, lately, it's just, like, Marvel has been fucking batting 0-4-a-thousand, you know? Oh, out of 10, zero out of 10, you know? Um, it just bothers me. And like, I, I love them in Thor, Love and Thunder, because I didn't think Thor, Love and Thunder was really bad at all. I, I don't see what everyone's problem with it is. Like, I, I think it's 
I think it's pretty good, but I mean, it's, it's not as good as, uh, you know, Infinity War or like uh, the, the third fucking Thor movie I thought was like the best one so far. Ragnarok? Yeah, I fucking love Ragnarok, man. Ragnarok, so, I, I think funny Thor is the better Thor. Kind of serious Thor, like with one and two. Well, one and two are pretty good. I don't uh, do think... not say that Thor two was pretty good. <laughs> I like Thor two. I don't know what everyone's problem is with it, man. Thor it's two just was weird. awful and boring. It was so. It was bad. a little bit boring, but it was still. <laughs> I, I I'm a Thor fan, so I'm fine with it. And I I, I like there. I like mostly everything. The only, I have not seen one or three at all. I've seen like half of two, and then I walked out of the theater because it was so boring. <laughs> Okay, um, you don't have I've, to watch one or two. Just watch three. Three is a lot of fun. I have funny, not. Funny Thor is better Thor. I have not watched three. I have watched four. And I liked four. People didn't. I did. Had you? Did you watch Love and Thunder? Yeah, I liked Love and Thunder a lot. Okay, cool. Like, I thought Christian Bale's bad guy wasn't really, like, that bad. Like, they said it was terrible, but I think it's a bunch of religious... I think, I think maybe like, it's maybe it's just, like, he's be he's more interesting in the... He's he's cooler in the comics than he ended up being in the movie, um, and that's why people are disappointed. Uh, but, you know. Well, uh, I mean, I, I liked it because, like, uh, I think a, a, I think maybe an atheist sort of might might have wrote this script a little bit because it's basically a guy that goes around killing all the gods and and the gods in the movie are like super like shitty to humanity laughs at their plight it's like entertainment for them and you know they have this badass shadow sword that takes the the godliness out of the so-called gods and all that it was kind of cool but i loved how christian bell's bad guy character fucking he's he's so like a I guess full of emptiness and sorrow that it sucks the color out of like his surroundings. And so it's like an extra layer of uh, evil and all that. And I think they did a really good job graphically uh, with this movie as well. There's a couple of weak points that are a little bit boring, but I also liked uh, fucking Russell Crowe's Zeus. I don't care if he was like holding his little skirt and fucking like sauntering down the fucking steps. I don't care about like well, that was fun. There's so I many like there, Zeus. Yeah, there were so many dude bros who are so pissed. Like, You're not invited to masculinity. Like, no, it's not. It's fucking funny. Get the stick out of your ass. It's funny. That's all you you ain't gotta make everything so political. And 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 fucking Zeus's character was really fucking cool. I think he might be my favorite character, like, bit character, out of the fucking movie. You know, it was enjoyable. I don't know if he was my favorite character, but he was funny. Bit character. Bit character. Bit character. Okay, fair. Sorry. I should I should have said that a little bit better. Who are but, the... Uh, yeah, were the I, other, I, like, I guess besides the screaming goat, who are the other bit characters in Thor, Love, and Thunder? Oh, uh... Well, well, you know, the, the ones kind of in the background that have like a, a few lines here and there. Like, I, I think that I think he's I think he probably had the most out of all that. Like, I, I love that Heimdall. Oh, wait. Um, ha Have you watched the movie? Thor Love and Thunder? Yes. OK, OK, OK. Spoiler alert to the none of you who are watching this or listening to this. Uh, yeah. You know, Heimdall's character is at the very end. He welcomes a uh, fucking what's her name uh, in, into Valhalla. 
So I, I fucking I, I, I actually, that. funnily enough, I did not see that part. I, we left the theater before the post credit scene, and I forgot. Oh, to later. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Check it out. Check it out. It's it's a well done scene. And uh, Lady Thor or Mighty Thor, I fucking loved her. I I thought she was a really good fucking Thor. And Yolnir, uh, being able to break off into little pieces and fucking like a uh, a uh, wipe out fucking enemy groups, man. That was Dude, pretty that rad. shit. That's shit that I fucking love. Even though the 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 weird, I, I guess, uh, romance or like a a you know couple, I I, I guess a romantic relationship with the 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 axe, the hammer combo thingy, and uh, Mjolnir. I thought that was cool. You know, I thought that was that funny. Was, that even was though fun. it was sort of stupid, it was stupid, but it was funny. No, I, I liked the movie a lot. I think I think Taika Waititi did a very good job. Yeah, um, I think he's a really good director. He he seems like he's good. He made the uh no, he might have just starred in the Hitler movie. I don't think he made it. He played Hitler in the Hitler movie. Yeah, that's the yeah, the the uh, Here Comes Hitler or whatever it is. No, no, not Here Comes Hitler. Not here, here not what is it called? I know what movie you're talking about. It's not called Here Comes Hitler. I think it's I think it's Guess Who's Back is what you're thinking of. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Controversial uh, art's still art, you know? But no, he was in uh, Jojo Rabbit, which is also a movie about Hitler. I've never seen Jojo Rabbit before. Well, I think we know what the next Issue Crew movie review has to be. Oh, God. Uh, okay. I gotta, I, I gotta start making some of those. I gotta, like, get with you and, like, Demi Gloom, because now I don't have a dedicated co-host, because uh, Kathy is no longer a member of the Issue Crew, and I was doing it with her every week. Um, so I'm gonna have to start doing some, doing some stuff with you and Demi Gloom just whenever we can make it work. Uh, cause I don't want the movie reviews to die. They, they're there. They're on the channel for a fiscal purpose. <laughs> All right. I, just I, don't, I moved, don't, make me, don't make me watch any more fucking Juno-esque movies. Okay. I don't want to watch it. So good. Don't be mean to Juno. It's not right. Listen, <laughs> Juno is my second favorite movie of all time. You hold your tongue. I want to watch Juno again. They took it off Hulu. I'm so mad. It's still on streaming, but you know where it is, Mo Diggity? Where? It's on Disney Plus, but specifically, Disney Plus has a little like adult catalog that's separate, and Juno falls into that category, even though it's a PG-13 film, and so are all the Marvel movies. But for some reason, Juno is considered part of the adult catalog. And the thing is, I do have a Disney Plus account that I'm stealing from somebody, uh, and, but the problem is, I'm stealing the account on my PlayStation, and I don't know the password, and you can't turn off parental controls on anything but a PC. Uh, so, I don't get the adult catalog, so I can't watch Juno. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, that's my Juno woes for today. Um, I had something I wanted to say about Love and Thunder, but it's leaving me right now. Fuck. What was I gonna say? I don't know, man. Oh, I remember. I, I remember when we were. I was there with my friends Patrick and Alexis. We went. We all went and watched the movie together. Um, and I, I actually reviewed it with Alexis. If anybody wants to go check out the Riley Live Movie Review Podcast on Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, but we were there, and we were watching the movie, and the credits rolled. I think like Patrick really like had to pee or something. And I was like, there's going to be a post credit scene, Patrick. That is literally a guarantee this is a Marvel movie. And he was like, I don't care. It's probably going to be bad. I'm, we're, we're leaving right now. 
And then we we went to eat at Steak and Shake, and I Googled it, and I'm like, yeah, there was a post credit scene. We get to see Jane go to Valhalla, and everybody in the room was like, oh, that would have been so awesome. Why did we leave the theater? <laughs> yeah, waka waka. Waka waka. Yeah, uh, a long time ago, I remember, you know, like uh, old Marvel movies, like I think the Spider-Man movies, uh, fucking had uh, post credit scenes, I think. So I just learned to stop walking out of theaters that Marvel movies. I don't think they Marvel did. Movies. Not the original Spider-Man. Uh, Okay, I guess the, I don't remember which movie. Well, I know it was a Marvel movie. It was like so Iron Man was when it started. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, uh, I I stopped walking out of theaters if I go to Marvel movies. Yeah, they're literally every Marvel movie has a post credit scene without fail, <laughs> even mm-hmm. if it's nothing. Sometimes they're just like jokes, but there's always something. Like, I think in, in Spider-Man Homecoming, the post credit scene literally makes fun of you for staying for the post credit scene. <laughs> it's just Captain America... Because earlier in the movie, there was Captain America in the gym class doing, like, an exercise video or whatever that they were watching. Um, and then at the post credit scene is just that same television with Captain America in that same place. And he's like, so you waited for something and you got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Dis- I think he gives like a speech about disappointment. Like it's it's played as if it's part of like this inspirational exercise video where he's yeah like, yeah yeah it's for kids in high school. <laughs> but uh, you know, I like Marvel movies. I haven't seen a lot of Marvel movies, so that's probably why. But I don't think I've seen a lot that I don't like. Um, I think the only one I've seen that I actively disliked was <laughs> Thor two. Uh, what have oh. I seen in the Marvel movies? I haven't seen that many. I've seen three out of four Avengers movies. I have not seen Age of Ultron, but I have seen the original and Infinity War and Endgame. Um, I've seen all the Spider-Man ones, obviously. I love them. Um, I've seen Captain Marvel, which I really liked. I know nobody does, but I liked it. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> what else have I seen? Is that it? Besides, like, Thor Love and Thunder, I've seen... Ant-Man, I did not finish because I was watching it with somebody else and we never got to get back to it. Uh, but I saw a lot of it and I liked it. That might be it. I feel like I need to watch more MCU movies. Have you seen like all of them or? I, uh, I really, I, I, I stopped like actively watching Marvel movies after Endgame because it just hasn't been very fun. But you've and seen all just... of them through Endgame though. Yeah, yeah, I've seen like most of them through Endgame. Like, uh, I think Love and Thunder might have been it. Like, I watched a couple of the TV shows, but other than that, like, I I tried watching I Captain watched... Marvel. I, I tried watching Captain Marvel, but well, I Captain got, like, Marvel was pre Endgame. <laughs> oh, well, see that there's the thing. I I don't remember how I have like it gets real yeah. confusing, real quick, but uh. I don't know. Like, I'm just not. I'm not as interested in I, as I used to be anymore, and it's just sort of silly at this point. Some of the TV like, shows seem cool. I've seen a lot of. Uh, I need to finish Miss Marvel. I've seen like half of it, and I really liked it. I just haven't gotten back to it. Uh, I, I thought the uh, Garlet Witch and uh, fucking uh, Wandavision. Uh, Wandavision. There we go. Yeah, uh, Wandavision was really good. Uh, Wandavision was really good. Um, Oh, the fucking other one that that came out that was sort of like that. It was uh, pretty good too. I'm trying which for one? the life of me. I'm trying for the life of me to remember Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh uh, no, that was. I tried watching that. It's 
it's kind of like a generic action movie, but like with you can feel the Disneyfication on it. It's like the oh, ooh, dang it, darn it, ow, ooh, no blood. You know, you know, like a uh, death scenes don't look like death scenes. I fucking hate that shit. And so, yeah, th that's just me. Agents of Shield, I think, is the best one. It was the best one out there. That final season was fucking awful, but you know, it was it was still pretty good. It's weird that Agents of Shield, I guess, does count in that category, but it's so different from the rest of them because it came out long before they started doing it regularly. Yeah, the TV shows. And did you know that Agents of Shield also its pilot episode? It was going to be sort of an office, uh, sort of spinoff. They were going to do it office That's style. That's so but... funny. That was yeah, been and, so and I fucking good. loved it because the 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 uh, teaser or or trailer or, or whatever the the very very first one that they were pitching to the networks. It was based off of a couple. That was stealing fucking technology from the uh, from Loki's forces after the Battle of New York. Yeah. All right, real quick, uh, I got to do this now. I wouldn't even make it through plug plugs if we just ended it right now. So I got to piss. So I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh we'll go ahead and just chill out and not say anything right here. You know, because I don't want to disrupt Jello's. Uh, editing process or or anything you know it's it's good that you know he has his process and all that and you know if if i'm quiet and there's a blank spot then he will know where to edit from there and that's a good thing so i should probably just stop talking right about now huh i've been watching the ai presidents play video games videos and they're just so fucking great i mean i really do think that ai is going to fucking not destroy us all, but just take everything we love and the government and people who uh, laugh at your sorrow every day and actively plot against you to take everything, what little you have away from you, just so they can just laugh at you because they think it's funny. You know, yeah, th this is pretty good. It's, it, they're pretty good videos. I like Asmongold stuff, too. Like Asmongold's one of my favorite streamers. All right, I'll be, I'm being quiet now. The Elden Ring DLC announcement was really cool. I'm really glad that we got uh, that we're getting real, according to Hoyle DLC. Oh, like you're <laughs> you didn't have to keep talking, Mo. The silence would have been cut. What are you in the audience talking about? <laughs> oh, I was just talking about the Elden Ring DLC announcement and how like fucking super uh, stoked I am. That's uh, cool that. that we're getting DLC. We're getting new stuff in Elden Ring. <laughs> Elden Ring seemed like it was a big hit. And it also, it probably is the most interested I am in one of those games, because I know it is, like, very different, it's a different beast from, like, the Dark Souls series and the Bloodborne, I almost said Bloodborne series, there's only <laughs> one of those. Uh, <laughs> but Elden Ring seems pretty cool. I might, if, once it's, in, like, five years, once it's $20, like the rest of the Dark Souls games, I'll probably play it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't yeah. want to pay $60, because I know, I know in my heart of hearts, and I'm not going to make any progress. Yeah, gonna you are, dude. Play I'm for like be, 45 be, minutes and never play okay, it again. I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you, dude. If the very first boss that you run into isn't supposed to kill you, so you can get past the, uh, you know, you can advance in the storyline because that's how it's like built, you would have never gotten past that area because you do not have any patience whatsoever to learn how to roll 
and get those eye frames, those invincibility frames that you need. How do you know that, Mo? You weren't there when I played Dark Souls. Dude, you barely can handle fucking Garfield's puzzle adventure. Oh, did you watch the video where me and Jason did a Bloodborne? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, not at all. I didn't even know that existed. I'll have to check that out. What channel is it on? It's on my channel. We recorded it at his house. I just played Bloodborne for a little bit, and then I gave the controller to him because I was bad at it. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, but, you know. The, the Dark Souls series is one of those series where it's, like, it's so cool, and, like, hearing people who love it talk about it is very entertaining. Like, I listened... Uh, they did a they did a PCP on Dark Souls 3, like, when it came out a few years ago. I was uh, Trixie, Nate, and Jesse just talking about the game, like, a couple days after it came out. That might nice. be one of my favorite PCP episodes, but I just, I can't play Dark Souls. I'm too stupid to play Dark Souls. You're not stupid. You just gotta get patient enough. You, you gotta, you know, you gotta get yourself a montage going off with live to world to try and all that stuff. You know, you gotta... You gotta montage your success. I'm just you know, very learning how to play like a Dark Souls style game, a Souls type game. So I'm very bad at video games in general, and usually the the, the problem I think the central problem is thinking actively <laughs> is difficult for me. Um, the, the reason why I like Pokemon so much and turn based RPGs is because I can think as long as I want. I don't have to. I'll be like, okay, I have to act right now. What do I do? What do I do? I can just be like. Okay, it's now my turn. I have an unlimited amount of time to think about what move I'm going to pick. Let me think about this for a minute. And then I do good, because I get to think about it. Uh, when I play active games where you have to just do, I'm a dummy, and I don't know how to win, and I fail. <laughs> oh, well, it's all good. Not everyone can play all video games. Like, I don't get flight simulator games at all, but then again, I don't want to be a fucking... I don't want to be a pilot at all because that shit terrifies me. No, that is very scary. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? I, I also have that relationship with Zelda a little bit, um, where it's like a, it's really cool, and people who like it talking about it is entertaining. But I just I'm bad. I also have no navigation skills, zero navigation <laughs> skills. So Zelda is very difficult for me. I mean, you just open up the fuck. All right, if you were playing. If you were playing like Link to the Past, I did play. I, I played Link to the Past on Twitch with you. <laughs> you did? Yes. I well, when the fuck was that? I do like, not remember. Probably that. a year ago or two, maybe. Might be two years ago. Sorry, like I don't remember every stream I've did ever. <laughs> <laughs> Link to the Past was fun, uh, but it was part of why it was fun is because you were telling me where to go the whole time, so I didn't get hopelessly lost. Um, but yeah, I I've know been, that I've, game I've been like playing. I've been playing Minish Cap on Big Guy Little Guy with Andrew. Oh, neat. Um, and that's been fun fun so far. We didn't. He did have to look up like a walkthrough once or twice, but we're we're having a good time. I think. I feel bad for using walkthroughs, but at the end of the day, it's like whatever. You know, we're still playing the game. Andrew had to make a visit to ZeldaDungeons.net, which is also what I named the episode where it happened, because I was just amused that that exists. <laughs> we just gotta head to, head to ZeldaDungeons.net to figure out what to do next. <laughs> a helpful tool. A helpful adventurer's guide. 
But all right, folks. I, I I think that'll about do us here for Kira's Kingdom episode forty-two. Join us next week for episode three of the J drama. Yeah, of, of eleven. There's only eleven. I'm trying to figure out what we're gonna do next. I I think near is. I think the opening scene is like Mellow's just cornholing fucking near like crazy. And it's like, oi, 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 oi. And it's just going to be like that for like 45 minutes. That's going to be the whole episode. Just hi, hi. And then all of a sudden, you know, everyone's how all bo- like, how L bold? They're just going to show two children having sex the whole uh, they're, time? They're like 19 or 20 years old. The people, the actors actually fucking doing that. So are they? I mean, probably they're all, it means like the fucking, it's like every teenager in every movie in like the mid 2000s. I'm like 17 and he's got like fucking 28, 29 fucking years old. He's like 20, 29 years old. Well, I did. Well, covered in tattoos and shit. They did hire a real 17 year old to play Sayu. So I don't know if they hired real children, a real child to play near or not. <laughs> oh God, I can't make jokes about anything. Everyone fucking like actually like hires for their age. It's so weird. I just I hate that. Like I just well, I, like I think near is a literal. Let me look at near. I, I don't even remember oh, what he looks like in this. No, 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 let's on. just. I, I don't care. Let's just. Let's just. No, I'm. I'm, I'm legitimately. I don't know what he looks like. Hold on. I forgot what he looks like. I think it's a chick playing him. Is it a chick? Let me see. Yeah, I think so. Let's let's take a look at near. I could see that being a chick. Let's let's see. If you file a vignette four. <laughs> okay, that's not what I'm looking for. Who oh easy. Who played near in the death note? Dearth note? That's not what I want. In the Dearth death note, note. Yeah, the, the show Dearth Note. My favorite show, Dearth Note. <laughs> Who played Nier in the Death Note J drama? Nier Death Note Wiki. Portrayed by Mio Yuki. Let's let's see who Mio Yuki is. Mio Yuki is a Japanese actress. Yeah, it was a chick. Uh, and let's see. April fifth, nineteen ninety nine. Okay, she was she was sixteen. During this show, is it near is supposed to be like 10 when L is around, so that's kind of silly. Uh, but yeah, there you go, Mio Yuki. You were right about it being a chick, you clocked her. Yeah, <laughs> I know that that's a bad thing. I just like, uh, uh, you know, it's 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 theater, so you know, anyone can play anyone re- uh, reasonably. And she's pretty cute now from this picture on the article, but uh, all right, let's do our plugs, Mo Diggity. Where can our listeners find you? Uh, our listeners can find me at MSG Official YT. Also, if you uh, most side gaming, I just put YT on there just because that's a cheap plug for my YouTube thing where I post. So you know that makes me happy. Um, yeah, yeah, there's got pin tweet all my bullshit on there. Go check it out, and uh, yeah. It's pretty much it. Well, I don't. I don't know if that works in the same way. Like, if your name, I see where you're going for, but for that to work, your name has to be your exact YouTube name, YT, <laughs> and that's not what it is. It's MSG official no. YT. No, if no, you no, look no, up no, MSG no. official uh, I mean, on YouTube, I'll... you won't find him. You won't okay. find Mo. No, no, no. It, it, I mean that. That's just a self promo on there. So if I post and so like in your threads, someone sees Mo Side Gaming and they see YT. So they'll fucking search for Remote Side Gaming on YouTube. 
like people who are terminally online like I am know that lingo. They know what to do from there. No, I get you, but usually I know I know the exact technique you're describing, but usually the actual at would be your exact YouTube name, YT, and it's not in this case. Okay, Riley, goddammit, I'm just, you know, it's it, Mosite Gaming, MSG Official, YT, uh, uh, at Twitter.com. Have, 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 have you used Mosite Gaming YT as a Twitter tag before? What? Have you, why is your Twitter tag not just Mosite Gaming YT? Because Mosite Gaming YT, Mosite Gaming, Mosite Gaming 42 are all banned, and I don't want to take that chance. I keep telling you this, and it just never. But your name, in, your Twitter name, is Mosite Gaming still. Yeah, it's still on there. Just the tag, the at is MSG official YT. Jesus Christ, Riley! Both of those things. Okay, Riley, I'm looking at the motherfucker right now. On uh, my my. If you're worried na- about getting caught name. for ban evasion, they can see your display name just as much as they can see your ad. Okay, okay, I'm not going to take that chance. You are taking that chance. Okay, Riley, are we done, Your man? Come on. Is You're fucking just under- I don't fucking care. Can we be done now? Hey, everybody. You can find me at anchor.fm slash Riley Megafeed or on the Riley Podcast Megafeed on your podcast platform of choice. There's some podcasts there. More importantly, in the links in the description is all of the current podcasts that I do and all my social medias and everything else. Thank you for listening. I'm sad now. Mo Diggity made me sad. He's very mean to me. No, you're just fucking uh, like busting my balls on this shit. And I'm like, I was not fucking like trying to. I mean, I just don't want, I just don't understand what you're talking about. And like, you're making I've, this a huge deal. And I'm, like, I just, I'm well, just come trying on, man. to, I'm trying to make you understand what I'm saying. Cause it doesn't seem like you are acknowledging the point I'm trying to make. No, what I, I'm I saying is, I, un- I understand. Like, uh, you're fucking talking over me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. All right. Uh, I mean, I'm just trying to tell you every time I change my name to something that was banned, it gets me insta banned. No, I understand. I know that. Mo. No, you don't. Because I if do. you would bust my balls on this shit. What I'm trying to say, Mo Diggity, the point I am trying to make is the fact not your at, your display name is still Mo Side Game. But why? So you, you could so get like- caught just as much through your display name. Then you could your at is what I'm trying to say. Okay, uh, I mean, all right, that's that's just what, how it is. All right. Uh, anyway, folks, thank you all for listening to Kira's Kingdom. See you next week. I've been Riley. I've been Mo. Bye. everybody and welcome oh take two